Hello, and welcome to the Love Says Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Johnson, and I'm coming to you from the coast of Maine. In my work as a life coach for the last 15 years, as well as in my personal life, I keep coming back to seeing the beauty of what unfolds when we each uniquely find our way back to a place of love. Love can get us through the most painful moments. It can give us the freedom to grow, the courage to change. And love can also lead us to a whole lot of peace, joy, and possibility. So let's see what happens in us, in our life, and in our world when we listen in to what love says. Hello and welcome to the Love Says Podcast. This is Elizabeth and today I want you to be open and get ready to potentially have some fun because the topic today is what what love says, what is calling us, what is coming forth, what has our name written all over about it, about fun, having authentic fun at this age, at this time, in this life, with exactly how the world is at this moment. And I don't know how you feel about that. I know personally, I've been meaning to record this episode for, I want to say, a good six weeks. I've been thinking about this topic for a good two and a half months. And what has been kind of amazing is the different perspectives, the amount of resistance, the amount of pretty kind of wild voices that pop up in me that are like, oh, well, no, you need to really research this or really understand this or really see this from different perspectives. All the while, I think just parts of my mind holding me back from allowing myself just to have fun. Right. And again, this doesn't mean I haven't had any fun. I actually really have. And I've had surprise fun, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But I think it's just so interesting. Even this topic, when I first thought about it, which was inspired by someone in my life, and then like everything, it's like once it comes up once, and then it comes up in like almost every conversation. And then you're like, all right, okay, I hear it. You get multiple winks. But I feel like there were so many parts of me saying there are more serious topics to discuss, right? There are deeper things. There are uh, more responsible things that are more helpful things. And the thing I felt my heart and my spirit and my inner kid keep coming back to over the last two months were like, I just want to have more fun. I just want to have more fun in the midst of the responsibilities, things that are serious, things that are taking time to process in the midst of healing, in the midst of hardship, in the midst of confusion, in the midst of looking out at our world and feeling deep call to continue to be a part of bringing love into this world and helping heal, evolve, expand things that feel like they so are not of love in this world. You know what I mean? So it took me a little while to really feel it in myself, this, oh, like having more fun is connected to my purpose. Having more fun is connected to being a loving presence, voice, energy in this world. Having more fun 
potentially will unlock even more depths of who I am, right? Even more strength for my responsibilities, even more power in my voice. So it was this real mind trip because this one part of me that's like, oh, it's just fluffy. And then it was like, even if it was, let's still do it. But it's not just fluffy. It's imperative. It's imperative. It's imperative. It's like, this will be unique for each of us. We'll go into this in a minute. But in order to stay so committed to what we stand for and our growth and justice and evolution and healing, how are we fueled? How do we fill up our cup? How do we connect? And again, I think fun is one of the ways. So First thing I want to check in with you about, we're going to go a few different places today that I'm going to give you, I think, a pretty awesome invitation to play. Sometimes even just landing the word fun on our forehead, right? On that place in our thoughts where we're like, oh, what if I put on the lens of fun for the day? What if I gave myself permission? What if I look for fun? What if I make super boring things really fun? Um, that's kind of the invitation today. And what I would love for each of us to do is to feel into our own systems, right? Our own navigation for when something feels aligned, it feels true, it feels inviting versus if I say something and you're like, well, that's not fun, right? Or that doesn't work for me, or that's out of alignment, or I'm in a different season, right? Then to really listen to that place within you of like what feels true and right and good at this moment in your life. And my hope is I can give you this invitation for fun. You can take it and really make it your own. And then collectively, I can't imagine it not being a really beneficial thing for especially us grown-ups to learn, relearn, recommit, allow ourselves to have authentic fun, right? So one of the things I want to check in with just quickly for me, for you, is what is the resistance, right? What is this resistance we have as adults, and if you are a child listening to this, I would love your opinion on this. What is fun for you? Because you could help us. But as adults, why are we afraid to have fun? Why do we resist it? Why do we not think it's important? And if you are like, my middle name is fun, then I love that. I'd love to hear about it. I would love, you can you can write um, the love says podcast at gmail.com, or you could send me a message at the love says podcast on Instagram and be like, here are all my ways. I'm a professional. I, I actually have a few people popping in my mind who I feel like have committed their lives to fun and they get to be our inspirations, our role models, right? They get to, to be some lighthouses in this way. But for me, it's so interesting. I would consider myself I, I love fun. I think I go back to fun. I commit to fun. I don't think it's like part of my core identity. I don't think it's something that I have valued as much as I want to. And I don't think it's something that I have respected. I don't think I've respected fun as um, a priority, as a birthright, as an invitation to connection, joy, freedom, allowing all these things that started popping as I was experimenting with fun. So you could pull out your notebook for this, pull up notes on your phone. If you're driving, you could think this out. But I'm just curious for you, is there, when you think about like, I'm going to have more authentic fun, authentic fun, 
does any fear pop up that says you shouldn't, you're not allowed, you better not? I'm just going to give a few breaths just for us to all think, feel into that. One of my initial ones that comes up is like, I'll start having so much fun that I'll never want to be responsible again. And then like everything will be like, I'll never pay a bill or show up where I need to show up or take care of my home or be a responsible member of society. And like, it's literally like I will like float away and detach, right? From things that are very important to me. And any other, if I said as a collective, (laughs) we are going to play with having fun and we're going to put fun in as a priority on the schedule, in our relationships, in our days. If I was like, okay, for the next month, like fun, we are going to either like easefully or like kind of very choicefully put fun in as a priority. I just want you to feel into, let's just take three breaths together. Let's, oh, let's do this. Let's take three breaths together where we're breathing in, allowing, and we're breathing out fun, right? And I want you just to see what pops up. It could be excitement, could be resistance, could be confusion. So let's find our way to the bottom of an exhale together. And let's inhale in, allowing. And let's exhale through the mouth, fun, feeling of fun. Let's inhale, allowing. Let's exhale out, fun. And let's go wild and let's inhale, fun. And exhale, fun. And again, in your notebook, in your notes on your phone or in your mind, I want you just to kind of note what came up in your body or your mind during that experience. Yeah, great. So it's like anything when we're getting ready to make more space for it or integrate it or nurture it. Oftentimes, our mind's first line of defense is to have resistance, right? Or fear or doubt or confusion is like the hidden, like the camouflage version is like, I'm confused, I'm overwhelmed, so never mind, which again is rooted in, in fear, worry, resistance, right? So just taking a moment to, again, at any moment, kind of pull up your, when you're like, oh, I want this. And then you feel that like part of you that's like, Um, one of my teachers, Sarah Connell, she calls them the gremlins. She's like, the gremlins just come up to tell you all the reasons why you can't, you shouldn't, you don't deserve it. Like it's that natural part of the mind. So the most powerful thing we can do, one of the most powerful things we can do in that moment is to take a moment and write it out or talk it out in a voice memo, right? And allow that to come through onto the paper so we can look at it and go, is this even true, right? Is this even true? And even if it does feel true in some sense, do we want to live our lives, grow our lives according to this fear, right? So again, our, our fear is always like trying to protect us from something. And what it so often does, 
the majority of the time is it keeps us from our joy, right? It keeps us from our expansion. It keeps us from just from like our beingness, right? And when we look at it, it's like that that monster under the bed. When we look under there, it's like a teeny little mouse, right? Usually. It's not a giant monster and we can we can listen to it, we can talk to it, we can understand it. You can have a moment with this part of yourself and with compassion and be like, again, I see that you're worried about this. I feel that you're worried about this. But, and this is when that, that deeper nature, that loving part, that wiser self, that like, that part from like our like soul truth gets to be like, oh my gosh, like I get that you're afraid of having fun, right? Or resistant to having fun. Or for me, when it was like, you'll never be serious again. And I would say to myself, like, actually, I, I think my responsibilities, I feel like my responsibilities as an adult human being are very important to me. And I want to always come back to them. And I want to have more fun. And I think I'd have more energy and more lightness and more perspective, right, of these adult responsibilities if I would have had more fun. I actually don't think the fun is getting in the way at all, right? I think I'm just stopping myself from enjoying that energy and allowing that energy to kind of lift up. Like maybe the adult responsibilities could be a little bit lighter, right? I have been, ever since we did Letters to Love in the month of May, and we wove in a lot of music and a lot of dancing with love um, and moving with love, and I started putting on songs from that during the day, and I would put on a song, I'd dance around the kitchen, and I often go into this very, like, silly, like, I kind of feel like, you know, what those car washes, those blow-up doll, like, that just kind of, like, flail and jump and go side to side. I kind of feel like that when I go full freedom with movement, <laughs> And there's so much energy. And then I would go back to my emails, right? Or my to-do list or like making his car appointment, you know? And so this is one of the invitations is like, if we choose moments of fun, nurturing fun, what if fun encourages and supports and enlivens the other parts of our lives, right? So that there, there's more ease, there's more flow, Um there's more balance. So that's one of the questions. So that's the first thing kind of just to take is this, if you want more fun, if we want more fun and we're resisting it to, again, write out the resistance, right? Write out the fear, write out the worry. And then with a very compassionate part, right? From your heart, from your soul, from love with a capital L, what does love say about this? Truly, what does love say? If love is not saying to me, Elizabeth, you better not ever have fun because you will never be a responsible adult, right? Like love would never say that to me, right? Like love would be like, oh my gosh, please have more fun. Like, please have more fun. Let's all have more fun, right? And let's keep showing up for what we're called to do. Let's follow those impulses. So, you know, have a little conversation with the resistance and then really with compassion, meet that resistance and bring in what does love say about fun? What does love say about you opening to fun, you having more fun, what it would do, it's um, completely optional, but if you are in a place or if you are not where you can make like a really silly face, like silliness is one of like my authentic parts of who I am. It just is. And when I'm silly, it's like, it's fun and it's free. And it's just like, oh my gosh, like it just feels like time kind of just flows in a different way. And there's a lightness and 
oh gosh, it just makes life feel better, right? So maybe make a really silly face. Let's Okay, I'm gonna count to three and we're all gonna make a silly face and we're on audio. So like, this is between you and you, but let's let's make a silly face for love in three, two, one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wish I had a screenshot of each one of us and we could put it up and like see them all. So what I want to talk about next is the two different kind of views to check in with what kind of love you want, right? Oh my gosh, that was that was a slip, but yes, it is love. But what kind of fun you want? What kind of fun love you want? And so the first one I want us to check in with is inner kid, right? Your inner kid. And this could be your inner kid now thinking about yourself for a moment when you were little. When you were little, like three, four, five, six, seven, what was the most fun for you? If your caregiver was like, we'll can do whatever you want today, what would your what would your kid want to do? I'm thinking about some different things. And then the second question to ask and feel into is you right now, your inner kid, right? And you may have a relationship with your inner kid. You may be just like imagining this as we talk through it. But if your inner kid, and that's like you imagining your five-year-old, your six-year-old, if your inner kid right now, what is the most fun for your inner kid right now? When does your inner kid, that like lightness of you, that inner kid and in you have the most fun right now in your life? I'll just give a couple examples. When I first asked myself this question over a month ago, I was like, I don't know. I just don't know, right? And that was the fear being like, you have no ideas. You have no fun. Um, To me, and again, this is like inner kid, kid fun, reclamation or coming into it right now for the first time ever. But I have a very different kind of, I have like a spectrum for my inner kid, like One of the things my kid used to love to do that was so fun was like create things, right? Like put on shows and make tickets and like sell the tickets to my poor parents for a, (laughs) it was just like very like, I love, it was so fun for me to create. I created like an entire library out of all my books. Like I spent like days cutting like manila envelopes to be, to paste in the back of each book with a like flash card, index card, where if a friend came over, they would, we would write the date and the time that it was due back. And it was like 25 cents if it was late, which I don't know if I ever followed through on. I'd I'd have to ask a couple of my friends from that time period, (laughs) but I would like get very excited and I still do this as an adult, but I would get very excited about a project and I would have so much energy and focus to create. So for my inner kid, that was like, creating something out of nothing, right? And building something um, was really fun for me. I also, I loved being silly. I loved being playful. I loved like dancing and singing and like learning dance routines. Um, as a kid, that was very fun for me. And I also loved reading, which is interesting because it's like very much the same for me now. But as a kid, I it was really fun for me to read. It was like fun, comforting, right? So I had like different versions and that's what I want you to feel into is I think there are so many different versions of fun 
And the for the Patreon members, you're going to get some handouts, some fun resources to help with exploring the different versions of fun. I'll tell you a little bit more about that later. But so for me, as a, as a kid, there was like creative fun. And then there was like expression and movement fun. And then there was like comforting, quiet fun, right? Which was, again, that reading time, that snuggling time, that movie time, right? So those are all really fun for, for me. And I think there was more. Um, but, and I will tell you one story. The other day I had like a really hard day. I had received a phone call and it was really tough and I got really triggered and I was upset. And like, I had this little window of, t- I, I had to kind of go back to work for a little bit, but then I had this window in the afternoon and I had this moment where my my heart just felt really raw from the phone call. I still felt like kind of hurt and confused by the news. And I had this moment where I was like, okay, like I could tell it was like an old, an older trigger, right? My like, my little kid was like, not okay, you know, my inner kid. And so I was, I just kind of touched base with myself and I was just like, you know, what are you feeling? And Catherine Woodward Thomas does a beautiful exercise when wherever you're triggered, you can just check in with that hurt part of yourself and just say, how old are you, sweetheart? What are you feeling, sweetheart? And then you listen, like your heart's like, I feel hurt. I feel betrayed. I feel confused. I feel forgotten, right? Like that part um, where you can feel those feelings. And then you just say, as your wise, mature self, you just say, I hear you. I hear and I feel that you feel this way just to honor those feelings coming through. So I gift you that exercise, which is from Catherine Woodward Thomas, like, uh, it's like such a gift of an exercise. But in that moment, I was like, you know, what do you need, sweetheart? And my inner kid was just like, can we just snuggle up and read? And it was like, yeah, let's just snuggle up. We'll just read a book. Like it was like, it wasn't time to fully process yet. It wasn't time to die back into work or my to-do list. It was like, let's, that part of me that was hurt just needed a little, it's like a dog licking their wounds. Like they just need a little moment, right? To be in that rawness, but to be held. So I want you to feel into what does your inner kid, right? And think back to you as a kid or your inner kid now. What kind of fun does your inner kid want more of, want some of, want, right? Write that down, message me about it hold it, like listen to to that part of you, feel into it. Maybe there's something, again, like dancing and singing for me was so fun when I was little. And then it became very serious and very like professional. And then it wasn't fun anymore, right? And now since meeting Lauren and like she's obsessed with like dancing and singing and I feel like I can reclaim that and have fun with it again bit by bit, right? Because... It's, yeah, I just feel like I'm in a full circle moment, depending on the day where I'm like, wait, no, I love to just like dance in the kitchen and be dramatic. And I love to sing and express myself. And I love to like use that energy. And I love to just do it for just the moment of that feeling, right? One thing I will say, even though, again, my inner kid was like making shows and selling tickets. So inner kids can like really have fun with like, a getting to an end goal, an end game. However, I would say the majority of like my fun things from that place were in the moment fun, right? It was, and that's the thing too, even when I was creating the show, right? Or creating the library, it was the creating energy that was fun, right? So just kind of feeling into that. 
The second thing I want to ask you, and again, if you want to do any movement, if you're like, if you want to do a little stretch, I want you just for a moment, if you're in a place to do so, just to close your eyes or soften your gaze. And I just want you to imagine yourself at the age you are now. And I want you to imagine the feeling of fun. Again, it's like breathing in the feeling of fun. And you may totally be using your imagination right now, right? But just imagining if you could imagine and feel the feeling of fun at this age. And then I want you to imagine like an image of yourself, like doing something fun at the age you are right now. And the life you're in right now, like some, it could be something you experienced in the last couple months, in the last week. It could be something that you haven't experienced, but you're imagining in the future. But I just want you to imagine a vision of you at this age, having fun, capital F, flowing fun, freeing fun, joyful fun, hilarious fun, giddy fun playful fun, creative fun. And then again, you can write anything down if anything's popping for you. And if you have different versions of fun, maybe it's like playing with an animal, maybe it's a place, my walks that I go on are fun. They're not what my 20-year-old self would have thought was fun. You know, we didn't see a ton of commercials like selling beach walks around a neighborhood that were, you know, like that's what you're aspiring to. Some of the most fun I have is on a walk when I put on a song and I'm like in a little music video by myself, <laughs> get caught by the mailman. And, you know, like authentic fun can be so simple. It can be so free. I mean, literally, like financially free. So that's one of the questions I want you to take with you, right? Is at the age you are now, as the human you are now, as the adult. Because what I want us to feel into is like, I feel like love is saying, encouraging us to be fun adults. Fun adults. Fully aligned, authentically fun adults, right? And to me, that has been an entire, an entirely new learning process. And I will, I will say one thing. I'm not going to deep dive into this on this episode, but I stopped drinking alcohol over three years ago. Right? It was actually something I never thought I would do. I really kind of loved <laughs> my relationship with alcohol. I felt like it was a very strong habit. But it was fun. I enjoyed it. It was part of ritual. It was part of friendships. It was a part of gathering. It was really fun, you know? Um, to me, it felt really fun. And when I would imagine an event, like a wedding or a party or a celebration or a vacation, I would always have a drink in my hand of once, like that was part of the fun, right? And it felt very light, actually. I think it had like a dark side of how it felt in my body, how I would need to recover, how it was actually kind of disconnecting me from myself and other people. 
But again, for me, it was under the umbrella of fun. And when I look back at the course of my life and I look at our society and what's advertised and what we see in movies, and it's always like a movie is so boring. And then like they accidentally get drunk on tequila and then they're like on top of a bar singing songs, having the time of their lives. Like so many of the fun high points that I witnessed, right, in the media I watched were connected to alcohol. So when I stopped drinking, I had this moment, many moments of like, oh my God, I'm going to be so boring. I'm going to go to bed at 9 p.m. I'm never going to laugh again. I'm never going to be silly. I'm never going to have those nights where like you end up in a conversation connecting with someone that you never would have. Like, you know, so I really thought I would lose the fun. And on a different probably episode in the future, we'll talk about the tremendous gifts of stopping drinking and how my life got bigger and brighter and truer to me um, than I ever would have imagined. But one of the greatest gifts has been rediscovering, and this is why I really wanna connect this episode to this, having nothing to do with whether or not someone is drinking, but the invitation to be like, what is authentic fun without substances, right? Or without the conditioned behaviors we were told were had to be fun, right? even if they have that flip side of what they take for like, or how we have to recover, right? So my biggest thing was like, yeah, I'm never going to be fun again. I'm never going to have fun again. And I think I've had the most laughs, the most lightness, lightness, the most silliness, the most creativity, the most true connection, um, like in a condensed time period, right? Like there were all of those things before, but the amount of them, the depth of them, the realness of them, oh my gosh, it like blew me over with what, how it felt and how it continues to feel. And so that has been one of my things was like, oh my gosh, like what will I lose? And I was like, I'll lose fun. And then what I actually gained was an understanding, an invitation, an opportunity to have authentic fun and not have it taken away the next day, right? Or not to have my body have to recover because I had so much fun. It's like, what is the fun? What are the types of fun? What are the experiences of fun that fuel us before we have them, fill us as we have them, and leave us lighter on the other side? And that is my invitation for all of us, right? So whether it's the inner kid or whether it's your adult as you, I want you to think about both and maybe even just in this next week and think about this just right now. If there's one thing you could do for your inner kid or your, you know, you, your five-year-old you from when you were a kid, what fun would your kid want to have with you? Again, what healthy, authentic fun would your kid want to have this week? I just got, I want to have like a full-on dance party like one song where I have a, a feeling that, you know, it may hurt my body. <laughs> it's so funny after what I just said, but but like where I just let it go, where it's just like full freedom. I also got a bubble bath and I don't take bubble baths. So my kid was like, and maybe even like I'll buy a rubber ducky, right? Like there's something there. And then the, the next question before we, we begin to close is what fun would What authentic fun would you at this age want to welcome in this week, want to choose this week? What authentic fun would you as adult you want to have or choose this week?
Okay. And I'm curious, I would love to hear from you. You could always write the love says podcast at gmail.com. Those all come to me. Or if you're feeling resistance, you could send that. If you're feeling ideas, you could send that. You can also message me at the love says podcast on Instagram. It's so funny. I had a harder time with the adult one, just as I asked that. I'm wondering how you, how you did, but I want to feel into fun. I may put, here's what I want to do. I'm going to put in... I have a, like a little window this coming Friday and I may put in like fun flow for that little window and in that moment have the reminder pop up and then just literally in that moment ask myself what would be fun right now? Would it be reading? Would it be calling a friend, right? Would it be going to a trampoline park? I've been wanting to do that for a while. Would it be going out for a walk and listening to music that lifts me up, right? Would it be like in living room karaoke, right? Also, I will say that let's open up our minds to anything can be fun, right? Again, I would never have thought gardening would be so fun. We're flipping our what looks haunted shed at the moment. We have no idea what we're doing. It's going to take us a very long time. And it's fun, like projects, learning new things, connecting with people, seeing new things, like showing up and like, you know, using your voice, using your resources for things that truly matter, like giving gifts in whatever form that may be to other people. I know a lot of you listening to this, that is fun for you, right? Like cooking a delicious meal, right? And for me, I like pour my sparkling water into my beautiful wine glass, and put on my favorite show. Like, that's fun. So let's just, let's take the invitation to be like, again, from our hearts, from our inner kids, from our authentic selves as who we are now, what is fun for us? And how can that energy feed us so we can continue to evolve and be of service and show up and connect and like love this world. But to me, the more and more I've thought about it, fun is so connected to love, right? Fun is so connected to love. So you can also think about what loving fun can I have? What fun loving times? Oh my God, there's the phrase. Okay. So I, as we close, I want to say one thing that's really fun for me in that I, I want to, I always thank the, anyone who supports the podcast and the podcast team. We are supported by the listeners. That's my NPR moment. We are supported by the listeners over on patreon.com. And I just wanted to say what's fun for me is last month, the any Patreon member, no matter if it was $5 a month or much more, was gifted the Letters to Love experience. Like it is my commitment to whoever is supporting the podcast who wants to is gifted back like the shower of gifts, right? The shower of resources. Um, it's just what feels really good to me. And I just wanted to give you a little heads up that the resources connected to this episode, which will be a deeper dive into like exploring the different kinds of fun and what's true and a way to kind of like track and investigate fun. So that will be coming out for all the Patreon members. And then also, I hesitate to say this because it's not solidified, but if I say it, it's going to happen. We are in the midst of planning the first Love says live in-person experience on the coast of Maine. And ah, kind of makes me want to cry. Um, I haven't led an in-person experience since 2018. 
So this is the first, it's going to be a one day on the coast of Maine, Love Says Experience in person in this beautiful barn overlooking the ocean. What I wanted to say is there's going to be a very special um, price invitation for the Patreon members. So all in all, if you are called to be a patron on Patreon, oh my God, of the podcast, then um, you will receive the resources, obviously, that go with the episodes, but you also will receive an invitation and a, a special price point for this first live in person on the Coast of Maine Day. Um, and if you are not, then I will share very soon via email. Um, you can head on over to elizabethjohnson.net and sign up for the emails. So I'll be sharing about the live love says experience there or you can head on over to instagram to the love says podcast and i will post that it's a very small number of people so it's going to be first come first serve so if you're hearing this and you're like i want to go to maine or i want to live stream into maine and be in that love says day i would um yeah i would head on over to the love says podcast on instagram and message me or you could email me at the love says podcast at gmail.com so anyway i just I, I spent the few hours before recording this in that creative zone. Remember I was saying about my inner kid creating things, like as an adult, creating things and feeling that energy and being so deeply excited to be in person, in community with this Love Says work. Um, so I just wanted to let you know about that. So as we close, I want to ask one final question about this invitation to play. And the question I want you just to feel into, and you can do a little shimmy, you can do a little shake, you can do a breath. And the question I want to ask is just why is authentic fun important to you? Why is authentic fun calling you right now? I'm just feeling into that answer and you can jot it down. And then the last question is, what would happen in your life if you had more authentic fun more often? What would happen if we had more fun more often, authentic fun? And just feeling into that. Fun does not feel like an isolated experience. As I've been really like curious about it, it feels so deeply connected like joy, like connection, like play, like freedom, like flow. Like there's something about fun that feels like it connects to so many other deeply important things and perhaps lifts us, right, into a place where everything else gets to be met with more love and connection and possibility, and again, I don't mean every moment, every second, but when we shift our energy, our lives shift. And I think fun is a pretty amazing, powerful, authentic fun is a powerful shift. So may we be open to fun. May we listen to our inner kids. May we listen to our adults. May we be open to be surprised by fun. May we be open to nurturing fun. May we be open to connecting with other people about fun and seeing where and how this curiosity ripples. May we have fun, fun, fun. 
Okay. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being an inspiration for me to even connect with this topic. I'm excited to see where it brings us this summer, this next season. And I look forward to talking with you or seeing you on the coast of Maine soon. And in the meantime, I send you so much love. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Love Says Podcast. And speaking of thanks, I want to give thanks to the Love Says Podcast team for their creativity, their care, and their creation of this project. I also want to thank the Patreon patrons for their monthly support that financially allow this project to continue and to grow. And if you would like to support the podcast, there are three great ways to do so. The first is you can rate and leave an authentic, love-filled review wherever you're listening to this podcast. The second is you can send a one-time gift donation to the podcast on Venmo at The Love Says Podcast. And the third option is you can become a Patreon patron over at patreon.com forward slash The Love Says Podcast. And you can sign up on Patreon starting at $5 a month to become a donor to this project. And in exchange, you will receive fun resources, audios, calendars, fun things to go with the episodes. And you also will receive discounted and special pricing for most of my virtual and in-person experiences and offerings. So thank you for being here. And most importantly of all, thank you for bringing your energy of love into this world. I'll talk to you on the next episode. Bye.